Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including iTunes and Spotify. Do not forget to rate and review us at iTunes and Spotify. Give us a five-star review. You can say whatever you want to say. Just make sure it's a five-star review. I am here with Charles Stackhouse in our Alumni Hall segment that we do each week. And we just kind of want to talk about it. He played 98 under Tuberville, so he was there for that changeover between Tub and Cut. He that three to nothing season opener against Memphis. He was there for that, and he also saw the seven overtime um, Arkansas game. How you doing, Charles? I'm doing very well, Steve. Doing very well. Uh, it's been it's been a it's been a while since we're going down memory lane, man. And and as soon as you said something about it, I I could feel the the brain neurotransmitters starting <laughs> to spark up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, before we get started, you're, you're doing um, some graphic design type work now? Well, it's more crypto-related work, okay. Uh, okay. cryptocurrency-related work, uh, something I've been working on for a while. Uh, but I, I, my brother does graphic design work. He's uh, big into that. And uh, mostly mostly what I do is work with different crypto, you know, work with this cryptocurrency called Alpha Genesis. And, you know, it's just one of those legit cryptocurrencies, which is hard to find nowadays. <laughs> but it's one of those, you know, that that pretty much, uh, you know, creates utilities for crypto, for different crypto tokens. So that's that's part of what I'm a part of now. You know, I'm a big part in crypto. And getting some of the, uh, we have this thing we call Ballers in Crypto, which is a podcast we have, which we're trying to get. A lot of the NFL players that we played with and a lot of guys that's currently playing, you know, kind of get them into that merger with crypto and NFTs to where they can really make money off of their names. And, you know, even when they're retired, you know, they still have royalties that they can bring into their pocket. So that's that's what, what we're working on now, me and a couple of other NFL guys. Okay. Um, and also, like you played in the league um, for the Giants and the Vikings, correct? Yes. Oh. Uh, is there a team in the NFL that you follow after you got out? Well, I do. Uh, I follow the Giants a lot, you know, just because I, that that's where I, I had my biggest holdings when I played. Uh, and I followed them a lot. I, I, I like the NFL. I'm, you know, close to Tennessee Titans, so I watch them a lot. And, uh, you know, pretty much I'm a college guy, so, you know, I love my Rebels, man. I love to watch my Rebels play. I'll, I'll be there this weekend to watch them play. Okay, um, have you followed camp at all and what's going on at Ole Miss? I have, man. I'm very excited about this running back tandem we have uh, with uh, Zach Evans, and I think he's going to be uh, uh, one of those ballerific type of guys. And, uh, you know, two quarter, two running backs in the top 25. I mean, you can't go wrong there. And I've been watching, you know, I, I see the offensive line, you know, I see that they're uh, making moves there. They're getting strong, stronger there. And I think it's going to be an interesting season to watch the Rebels this year. I think people, you know, some people may count us out, but I think they're going to be in for a big surprise by the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And and they've changed, in the last 20 years, they've completely shut down camp access and things like that. What's a camp memory that you might have had whenever from your Ole Miss playing days? Oh, man. Uh <laughs> I'll tell you, one of my biggest memories was the workouts, you know, after the camp. Well, we had a guy by the name of Mendoza, and he was uh, one of those Samoan huge guys. I think he could, like, bench press something like 550, almost 600 pounds. But he worked, he worked us. We had this thing that uh, 
we go in and we hit every single station in the weight room for like a minute nonstop, every single station around kind of like a county fair type of deal. And my biggest memory from training camp was like going to work out and going to the field like, man, my body's already, you know, deplenished. It's, it's, there's nothing there almost. And, you know, going out there and working and getting better, you know, that was, that was, uh, you know, we had great, great players, Deuce McAllister, Romero Miller, great defense, you know, amazing, amazing team. So it was always fun out there. I don't know if you've been around any of those guys, Romero, Deuce, and Derek Burgess, Kendrick Clancy, uh, Amiga Spearman. Those guys, are Ken Lucas, those guys were like comedians out on the field. So you're almost out there trying to be serious in training camp, but they're not allowing you to because they're always cracking jokes about the heat, about how tired they are. So it, it, it was a it was a it was a pretty good thing, man. Uh, training camp is just one of those things that wear you out. It's it's designed to wear you out, so you're worn out before you even hit the field. So it's it's just one of those deals, man. I could just remember the 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 blue game. It was the red and blue game, and we're out there, and we're like, man, this is the end of training camp. This is you know this is the end, and we're finally here, and and everything is just going so fast, and you're playing against your 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 own players on your team and it's it's just an amazing extraordinary feeling when you're out there man it's it's probably different than watching because when you're out there so much excitement so much action you don't realize you're tired until coach call it up at the end of practice you know so it's a pretty yeah. good deal man yeah you mentioned county fair earlier and um when i worked at Ole miss back in the mid-2000s like the mid-aughts um, I'm interested. Now, the county fair was like y'all did did that seriously, like when y'all first came back in January, right? That was yes. like a two two week circuit. Tell tell people how almost grueling and miserable that experience was. I'll tell you, uh, there's no room for breaks. Uh, you go straight through each each uh, each section you get to is harder than the one you just left. And it's just not just imagine uh, going uh, into the weight room and you see all of those different setups for weights, all of the different setups for, you know, your your plyos and everything. And you have to hit every last one of them nonstop. And I'll tell you, it's a true detox. If you've been out messing around during the summer and not staying in shape, uh, County Fair is going to pull it out of you. It, they're going to know after after halfway through County Fair if you've been out messing around because you'll be over there by the by the garbage cans trying to clean yourself out. So it's 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 gruesome, man. It's gruesome. Yeah, um, County Fair is kind of like a shotgun. It's a self teaching tool. So it's just readily apparent if you did you did it wrong. You you act, it's one of those things that you really pay for. Anyway, let's start to go down memory lane right now. Let's start with the. Um, I forget it was 98 or 99, I forget the date, but it was a 3 nothing game, a season opener against Memphis. Describe yes. a little bit that game because there's I don't know if my in my lifetime there's been another 3 to nothing game that has happened. Well, it was I tell you, those guys came ready to play that day. It's, and it's and it's all based on the fact that they've been wait they've waited for so long. They had waited for so long to get an opportunity to play a SEC school. And they always feel like they, they belong in the caliber of, uh, you know, Ole Miss and, you know, Vanderbilt and the other SEC schools out there. 
And so it was a tough game. It was a tough game. We came in with our mindset on it was going to be a tough game. And, you know, me being from Arkansas, right across the bridge from Memphis, it was a huge game for me. You know, it was like everybody from my hometown was there because they support Memphis. And, you know, I was at Ole Miss and, and Memphis recruited me very hard. And I'm pretty sure they had something on their shoulder about me not going there. And so it was it was one of those games that it, it, we knew it was going to be a, a knuckle fight when we made it out there because those guys didn't give up. It was just like nonstop. They had, you know, they they did their during their weeks. They prepared for us very well and, and ended up being a, a shootout type of game, you know, to where it made the best team win. And we ended up on top by three. Thank God I didn't have to go back home and like, oh, man, we all lost to Memphis. You suck oh, and all of that. <laughs> I didn't have to hear all of that. So. It, it was a strenuous game, and I, I actually I was fortunate enough to uh, I'm I'm I, I remember a toss. They gave me a toss. I'm I may be talking about the wrong year, but I remember when I played Memphis, I scored a touchdown because I remember it was my first college touchdown, and it was my first time scoring, and it was against Memphis, so it was like this big huge deal on a mm-hmm. toss. You know, the fullback scored, and you know, and, and that's that's my memory from playing Memphis. Yeah, <laughs> it was my uh, first touchdown of my seat of my college career. Yeah, uh, and um, now whenever you watch college football and everything, a fullback is you guys are an endangered species. It is, man. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, you know, my last when I hurt my shoulder, you know, and I was with Minnesota. Then I ended up going back to the Giants, but when I left, the reason of me leaving Minnesota, I was injured, of course, but they were getting rid of the fullback totally just like most of the teams in the nfl they they you, the eye formation is almost you know it's it's hardly ever seen unless you're in goal line and you know they're they are getting rid of the fullback but I, to me that's like one of the most important positions for a quarterback and a uh and a tailback because we're their first line you know we're their first line of protection you know, if someone slips through, the fullback has to grab him. If the fullback's not there to grab him, he's got a free lane to the quarterback. If the fullback's not there to grab him, he's got a free lane to the tailback. So to see them, you know, kind of like moving away. And I'll tell you where I really saw the biggest difference when I left New York Giants as of when I was a fullback there. They were trying to move to the single back as well. But when I left and I went to Minnesota, I think it was like 2003, like Tiggy, Tiggy Barber broke a fumble record because they didn't give him a fullback. You know, he didn't have that same, you know, it's, it's, it's different when you're in that single back and someone comes free than when you're in the eye back and someone comes free. So it, it, it was a tough season for him, man. And I, I really wish they would, you know, bring those guys back, you know, bring, bring the fullbacks back to the running game like they used to. You'll see uh, running backs last a lot longer. You'll see uh, – a, a lot more progression with the running game. You know, they, they really are moving away from that in the NFL. I noticed that when my years, my final years playing there, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favorite road trip in the SEC? In the SEC, I would have to say uh, Alabama. You know, Alabama. When uh, Whether it's uh, Auburn or whether it's the University of Alabama, those games are so, like, ecstatic. Like, like it's when you come go to play Alabama and you see that roll going around that stadium and things like that, that is it's, – it's almost intimidating in a way. But it's, it's, you know, 
it's football. It's it's fun. It's you 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 hear the people cheering. It's it's like one of those road trips that where you know you're going for business, but at the same time you get the experience. You know the 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 feeling of people being excited about football. Kind of like when you go to Oxford, you can feel it in the air as soon as you pull in. You know, as soon as you pull in Oxford, you can feel you can see Ole Miss everywhere. You can see the people with their shirts, their jerseys, and it's just in the atmosphere. Uh, one of my favorite places to play was Ole Miss. You know, out of all of the places I went in the NFL, out of all of the places where I went in college, my favorite place to play was, you know, in Ole Miss because the Grove, there's nothing like it before and after. You know, uh, the tradition, there's nothing like it. You know, these these fans, they are so into Ole Miss, and they have every reason to because we've had some great players come through Ole Miss, you know, you know, from Deuce to, to Metcalf to – both Metcalfs, the father and the son. And, you know, I mean, we've had some amazing players come through there. And that was one of my favorite places to play. I know you say road trip. Yeah, yeah Alabama was good, but there's nothing like Oxford. <laughs> but but you answered that question, and that leads me into another question. What was that trip to Auburn like to face Tommy Tuberville for the first time? Uh, For me, I'll tell you, give you guys a little insider that you probably didn't know. But uh, we had a meeting before we left to go to that game, uh, they had a couple of us on a hit list. Uh, they wanted us out of the game. And me being one of those players, and it showed uh, like, like it, for me, it was more like emotional heading down there because, you know, those guys are the ones that recruited me. Uh, Tuberville, they was the ones that recruited me. And it was just an emotional weekend just to think that, you know, they didn't want me to play in that game. And that showed from the first play of that game when they took me out of the game you know, with the low blow to the knee. And we were told that those type of things were probably going to happen because they got an inside scoop that, hey, some of the guys were, you know, going to target, you know, Charles Stackhouse, Deuce McAllister, Romero Miller, you know, the, uh, you know, the Mm -hmm. Jamie Armstrongs, the receivers, they had us targeted, you know, and going down on that, on that bus, man, I could just think like, man, you know, uh, they want us and I want them. (laughs) it was that it was that silence the whole time that focus like man i can't wait and you know like i said unfortunately you know that first play of the game i had a pass from romero and the flats and they took me out of the game i tore my leg they tore my labrum uh i had to get knee surgery after that i was out for like six weeks i think and came back for the bowl game Mm -hmm. i think so that was that was my trip down to Auburn, man. I had a lot on my mind, and yeah. uh, the trip back was a lot more. You know, was a lot more was a lot was I would say was worse than the trip there, because you know we we lost that one. Uh, I'm injured. No, no, Corey Peterson called called the pass and overtime. No, no, that's <laughs> right. That guy. I'm 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 somewhere else. Corey Peterson. Yeah, eighty five. <laughs> Yeah. Got the pass at the end. I remember that, man. I remember that. Yes, but for me, man, I was I had a lot on my mind after that yeah. game, man. I, I knew that I was injured. I I couldn't walk on my leg. It was just mm-hmm. like walk like one of my legs was a piece of air and the other one was my bones. And it was it was a tough. It was tough, man. That was a tough one. All right. Before we get out of here, talk about the um seven overtime Arkansas game and what that was like for a player. Oh my goodness, man! In my whole career of playing NFL, uh, anything else, that's the most tired I have 
ever been playing football. Seriously. I mean, like, when the game was over, you know how you have wobbly legs? My legs were literally, like, every step I had to pace myself because they were wobbly. Like, they, they just didn't want to, you know, they were shaky because I was so tired. And uh, I remember when I got in the bed that night, I was like, man, when is this aching going to stop? You know, and I woke up the next morning and couldn't hardly get out of bed. I had to go straight to see Tim Mullins in the training room. <laughs> I was uh, that was a that was a special game for me as well. Being from Arkansas, you know, being from West Memphis, Arkansas, uh, on the other side of Arkansas from Fayetteville, but that was a big game for me. You know, it, it, it was it took a lot out of me because you know I thought it was over after that sixth overtime when I scored that touchdown. I was like, <laughs> yes, it's over. It's finally over. And freaking uh, what the quarterback uh Matt, Matt Jones, yeah, Matt Jones, man, he <laughs> and I, I, it was just like yesterday. I could see him when he came out of the pocket and hit the sideline. I'm like, oh no, and he was gone, man, and he was yeah. gone, and that was that was like that was like a true heartbreaker for me, man, because seven overtimes. Nobody wants to lose after going in that many overtimes, you know. Nobody wants to lose and. Being from Arkansas, I had to hear it for the next, like going into the gas stations over there. They have the book still over there, Seventh Heaven, Arkansas. You can read the book about the whole game, and I, it's just a uh, nightmare. <laughs> but I, I say it, we felt we felt special though, man, because it took a lot. It took a lot for us to keep fighting through that after the second overtime. Because I mean, how long was that game? Something crazy, like what, three, four hours? Something like that. I mean, like it was it was a lot. It took a lot out of us, but that was a special game, man. And I and it'll ever, forever be in my memories. I've never in my life experienced anything like that playing football. Seriously. All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. Your local team experts on Locked On. And the Odyssey NFL Insiders are all combining on one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Charles, thank you so very much for coming on the show. Um, here in just a second, I want to catch you offline. But until then, man, hotty toddy, bud. All right, man. Thank you for having me, bro.